With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Shades of Blues Soccer Show. This is Thad, and I believe I have on the line with me the current and newest NWSL champion coach, Coach Vlako Andonovsky. Vlako, you there? Yep, I'm here. Uh, tell me, I mean, just I, I know we've talked a little bit already, but how does it feel to be the new defending NWSL champion? You know, it feels, uh, feels unbelievable. Uh, you know, uh, and sometimes I, I actually don't have words to describe it, but uh, it's just a little different feeling. Uh, feels good, and uh, I'm you know, I'm just happy uh, and uh, glad to be part of it. Um, I know we talked before about you, the the last time we got together about your strategy for beating Portland. What was your strategy going into this game with Seattle? Strategy beating Seattle. I mean, we we knew Seattle was gonna come out strong. We we knew they're gonna they're gonna come out flying. We knew what uh, what they were doing. Uh, it, it it wasn't a secret. You know, they're just a great offensive power. You know, they come out uh, fast uh, right off the bat. So one thing that uh, actually two things that we kept talking throughout the week was uh, uh, weathering the storm the first 20 minutes. 
and uh, and connecting the, the third pass, connecting the third pass, weather the storm, connect the third pass, weather the storm. And I think that uh, we defended very well the, the, in the first 20 minutes. And uh, then we started connecting the third pass, and that was uh, the third pass is what uh, what breaks them down usually, you know, the, because uh, after the pressure starts, the first two passes are where where all the mistakes happen, and then the third one is what breaks them down. So that's how we even scored the goal. I mean, uh, we we connected the third pass. That was a you know, ball to to Lauren, and then from there it was uh, was a little bit easier. You know, those are, those were the two major things that, that we talked about. But then there's so many other things, little details that uh, that uh, we were getting ready for, and uh, you know, at the end of the day. If you if you uh, fulfill most of them, you have a you have a chance uh, to to be successful. You, you mentioned that you needed to weather the storm for that first twenty minutes, and they they did come out flying, like you said. Uh, I was just actually rewatching some of the game, and I think it was the about the eighteenth minute that uh, you finally got a, a sustained a little bit of attack up there, and Eric had crossed it into uh, a little bit out of reach of Merritt. And then uh, another uh, uh, Jenna just missed one for about the 20th minute, and then finally broke through with that one with uh, Lauren to uh, Arod in the 22nd. It, it's almost like your players had to stop watching on them, and they were just waiting to go on the attack for you. You know, uh, if you watch any any team that plays high uh, high pressure, okay, under and not just high pressure but uh, intensive high pressure, usually they. Uh, it takes the most 15 to 20 minutes, uh, and then uh, physically they they have to slow down. I mean, it's just not possible to do it for 90 minutes. And then uh, they they get another they get the second win towards the end of the half, and then the beginning of the half, and you know the end of the half is the same same thing pretty much in the second half. But in in the second half, the the high pressure instead of 10 minutes or 20 minutes, it's a little it's a little bit less. Just because they already played one half, so it's about ten minutes in the second half. So uh, that's why we knew anywhere between fifteen twenty minutes uh, is when they're gonna when they're gonna slow down, and then we can we can start playing our game. When uh, when you got that one goal lead on Seattle, uh, Seattle had uh, been down one nothing the previous week at home, and they came back to win it two one. Were you a little bit nervous with just that one goal lead? I mean, did you finally breathe easier once you got the second goal? Uh, we didn't breathe easier until the final whistle. I mean, you know, Seattle is a team that can score any time and any point of the game, and they can make something happen from nothing. Uh, you know, they have players to do that, so that's why I can't say we we were breathing easier, but uh, we felt a little more comfortable with the second goal. I mean, no, no question, you know. Uh, the, the thing is, uh, we knew that we we're going to need the second goal. Uh, we knew that uh, that uh, Seattle is a team that uh, that uh, is not just the, the week before they came back, but they also came back against us uh, twice. We were up 1-0 and they came back 1-1. So, and uh, especially playing it uh, at home, it will, it will be tough to beat them with uh, with one goal. It will be tough to defend for uh, for 90 minutes and be focused for 90 minutes. So. We uh, on halftime we you know we scored uh, we we talked about whoever scores the next next goal is who's going to win the game. So when, uh, I'm glad we were, I'm glad we were the ones that did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. It makes for a much better interview with you. Um, 
Much happier well, interview. I wasn't I wasn't gonna have this interview if we didn't win the game, just so you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, and and that's uh, I wouldn't have blamed you, but I know better. I know you would have you would have come on and faced the music, whether it was a a two one win or a seven one loss. I mean, you you don't shy away from from doing that, so um, it's pretty cool. Is there? I know we talked the other day. You you know you said it was a little bit too soon, but is there any moment that just that you think that you know ten years from now, twenty years from now, you know you'd be telling your your grandkids or, you know, cousins from over in Europe or something, that this is the moment that I knew, you know, that's always going to stand out, that that one moment that you'll just remember forever from this this, this championship. You know, if, if, if I had to pick one moment from the championship, from the game itself, it has to be Lawrence, uh, Lawrence run uh, for the second goal. I think that it's probably one of the most incredible runs uh, throughout the whole season. Uh, you know, fair play with uh, with A-Rod finishing two goals. I mean, that's that's incredible itself. But uh, I think just the, the run, and, and it's not just the run and what she did dribbling, but, you know, the players, uh, against the players that she did, it, uh, it makes it, you know, gives a... Uh, even more significance and the, the game that you know what game it happened it, you know it's a final game against players like Killian Winters and uh, and Kendall Fletcher you know it's just it just adds up to it so that that's the thing that that would probably probably be one of the things that I, I will always remember I know we've talked before that you said that uh, Becky is the uh, the best center back in the world, or at least very arguably the best center back in the world at the moment. Does, does does coming up big in a game like this make Lauren one of the best midfielders in the world? I mean, or right up there? She, uh, she's definitely among the best uh, midfielders in the world. I mean, uh, I have so much respect for uh, for Kim Little, and I think that she's incredible. You know, Vero, in- incredible midfielder, but uh, I I think that Lauren is right up there. I mean, uh, that's uh, She's probably among the among the top uh, midfielders in the world, no no doubt in my mind. And uh, if I have to pick one that uh, that I think is best for for us, for Kansas City, for the for the style and and for the team of players that we have, Lauren is my first pick. And don't don't even think twice. Yeah, I, I know. I described in one of my uh, articles that I that her run was uh, messy like. She just carved through the defense and then played the ball right to the perfect spot for the goal. Yep. I mean, you know, I I think that uh, I don't I don't think you you can describe it uh, with words. You know, that, that's the thing that you just have to see it and enjoy it. Uh, I won't argue with you there. Um, if that was if that was your favorite moment, the moment's going to stand out from the game. Is that is that going to be the the moment from the entire season? You think? It probably will because uh, you know there's so many other things that uh, that happened this season that uh, that that I liked and enjoyed. But uh, just like I said, just because it was a final, it was a it was uh, against a good team away. You know, like the, you know the importance of the game uh, when you when you add all those things together, I think that that has to be that has to be uh, the most memorable moment. You know, one of the other things I, I just saw a video someone posted on YouTube uh, with like uh, 25 goals, 
I don't I don't think it was voted to top twenty five, but it was uh, one of the one of the better twenty five according to the person that posted it at least. And number one was uh, Erica's goal against Houston. That's another one that uh, that is joy uh, to, to to watch. I mean, uh, I think that that's another thing that I I, I enjoy watching, and uh, I think that I will remember for a long time. Since since I've known you, you've always talked about you know trying to play soccer the right way, uh, you know, uh, pretty soccer but effective at the same time. Um, I'm, I don't want to be putting words in your mouth. I'm not saying it right. You know, correct me, but that that just seems to be part of you that you want to play soccer the right way. I, I don't, I couldn't see you coaching a, a cynical team that would be out to do nothing but foul all the time or something like that. I mean, that just that doesn't seem to be part of how you can coach. Is it? Is it? Yes, I mean, uh, you know, if you watch uh, as a, if you look at a team, we're not, you know, we're not a team that actually, you know, first, you know, talking about fouls, we don't foul a lot. I mean, our, our center back, I don't think he's got, uh, you know, got more than ten fouls in two years. So. You know, when we when we work on things, we don't work on uh, especially with the with the back line. We don't work. Okay, how can we get physical so we can foul people and and win the ball? Or we say, okay, how can we intercept the ball and find the next and find the pass right away? And you know, how can we get the ball in the you know best possible manner without even having a contact with a with a person? You know, how can we? You know, we, we're talking about reading the game, reading the reading the passes. So you know that's uh, you know that's one of, one of the things that we do, and then uh, from there, the you know, next thing that we talk is you know taking responsibility as a soccer player, regardless of where you're at on the field. Okay, believe in yourself, believe in what, what you do as a, an individual, believe in uh, the ability that your teammates have, and uh, take responsibility and deal with it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to last season on you for a second, coach. Um, Last season, you had two players that mainly played up top for you in the 4-2-3-1, uh, Renee Cuellar and then Melissa Henderson. Uh, I know Renee was able to get quite a few goals for you, but wasn't able to always uh, slow down and get the rest of the team involved. And Melissa was able to do that better, but she wasn't able to put a lot in the net for you last year. Um, so a lot of the pressure went on to Lauren and Erica to score the goals at that point. Was A-Rod that perfect balance that she could hold the ball up once in a while but she could also go directly at goal because yes. you know Lauren Aaron was a great combination of both and it's not just a great combination but uh, she was also doing the things better than than both like she was scoring better than uh, than uh, than Renee and she's and she was holding the ball and uh, was more dynamic than uh, than Mel in the same time I mean uh, I like uh, all three of those players you know I, I like Renee I you know I Really like uh, Mel and really enjoy having her on the team, but uh, Aero just uh, brought a, a, a com- brought our game to a complete different level. Like uh, you know, like I've said before, you know, we we knew Aero uh, Aero can get behind the line. We knew that she's gonna make runs. We can we can find her behind the line. She's gonna create chances. She's gonna score uh, score goals like that. We didn't know is. You know, if it's going to be enough, because of you know, if if, if she's one-dimensional, teams are going to adjust to it, and then we're you know we're going to be shut down. So one thing that we really focused on, especially uh, with with especially with Air this uh, this year, was okay, get involved in the game. How can we get you involved in the game? How can you how can you uh, how can you get involved? And by by doing that, uh, in, uh, involve the midfielders in the game as well, and. Uh, 
I think that she did an incredible job, and then she grew and became more complete player uh, this year. You know, she involved other other players in the game. She, you know, especially Lauren uh, and then Erica, married uh, whoever whoever was behind her. And another thing that she did, she scored a lot of goals on a dribble. She would take people on and take a shot from outside of the box. She would uh, she would take them on, cut the ball, shoot and score. And uh, I think that's what what that's what makes uh, a striker complete striker. Hey, I can get behind the line. I can get uh, get the ball and dribble and beat people and score. I can uh, I can score on crosses. I can get the ball and get my get my teammates involved in the game. That, and I think that's what Hero did. And again, I know we I'm talked sure. a little bit last time. Sorry, go ahead, coach. I was I was going to say I, I'm sure people will will disagree. You know, certain segments and and say, oh, she you know she didn't do this or she you know she should have done this better. And, you know, there's always things that she could have done better. I'm not arguing that. But I think that she's definitely she definitely became more complete player this year than uh, she has ever been before. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And, and you're right; you're going to have critics who, um, I mean, I've, I've seen them online on different places and on you know comments on articles I've written that you know uh, you'd have, you should have this player in instead of that player, or you know this player is not an improvement over that player. That's that's also part of the uh, the beauty of sports is it's it's a, a debatable thing where people will will look at something and say that you know they have a different opinion. It's a, it's a it's a taste. I mean, you you get two best coaches in the world, with you know I don't know two of the best coaches in the world, and I guarantee you that uh, they're gonna they're gonna look at the same player a different way. So you know it's a taste. What you know what what are you looking for? What do you what do you see? What, you know how do you want to play the game? Uh, uh, how do you wanna How do you wanna build the game? What do you, What do you uh, What do you wanna achieve through through a certain player? So, you know what what uh, what we did and what we achieved through Arod and what she what she did uh, individually. I think that uh, we're all happy. Yeah, I, I I think we're all happy with that too, Coach. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna change up gears a little bit on you. Uh, Tell me about Laura Harvey because I know last year you talked about how good of a coach she was and the results weren't always there. And then this year she had such a good run with the team with Seattle. I mean, it seems like uh, you've always said really good things and positive things about how good of a coach she is. Is there, you know, did how did she do this year? Obviously, pretty well. But I, you know, I haven't changed my uh, my opinion about Laura at all. I mean, last year when uh, when we played them uh, a couple of times uh, in Seattle, we beat them one zero. But I I do remember one of the games. They were by far a better team than us, and uh, you know we just managed to 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 win that game. That happened uh, several times throughout the season uh, for Seattle uh, against other teams. And like like I said, you know the, the results were not going their way, but they were playing a good soccer. You know they they played a good brand of soccer, and it was. It was just a matter of time when things are going to start clicking. And now, on top of that, she, you know, obviously she's a good manager. Uh, brought brought in some uh, some good players, you know, players like uh, like Kim Little and uh, Fletcher, and did the trades to get uh, Larue and uh, got Gobo. So now, you know, with with you know being good manager with uh, 
you know, and you know, being good coach, you, you know things are gonna uh, uh, gonna are gonna start clicking. So, I think that uh, this year she you know she did an incredible job in putting all the uh, all the pieces together, and uh, you know it showed in the throughout the throughout the season. You know, I mean, she you know they they won the league by by 15 points, and uh, you know I uh, I mean uh, I uh, congratulated her for, for that and. Uh, I also think that uh, she, I mean, truly deserved the, the Coach of the Year award, and I don't think that any other coach in the league was should have been in, even close to it. So, uh, you know, again, she, she's great, and I'm just, uh, you know, every time uh, every time we play them, uh, I, I just know that we, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have a good test regardless of the squad that she has in front of her. I think the uh, the only thing that's harder in sports to do than win a championship is to do it a second time. How do you go into the off season now? What, I mean, is there are things that you already know that you need to change, or you want to improve, or you know, positions that you want to look for. That's I mean, is there you have a plan already? I mean, I I, I know you that you're always thinking ahead, but you're already pretty focused on the team. Yes, I mean. Uh... You know, one of the one of the things that uh, we're, we're going to try to do is definitely uh, is uh, try to improve in, uh, on our four four two system, and, and just so we we're more comfortable when we do that. Because uh, I feel like four two three one is something that uh, we do it almost to perfection. Like uh, our movement, uh, especially on the defensive side, is uh, spot on. You know, when I try to analyze the games, it's almost you know, I'm trying to find something so I can tell the players hey, th- this situation, this is what we want to do, and it's hard to do it because I think that they're doing a very good job, and uh, I'm very proud of them and uh, and uh, the, the way they do it. But in 4-4-2, I think that we still have uh, holes and uh, and things that uh, that we need to that we need to do uh, things that we need to do better that we need to be better at. So that's one of the things that we're, we're definitely gonna gonna try to do improve that. So it depends who we play next season. We can switch the system from game to game if we have to, and also we can switch the players. Uh, one of the things that we're gonna try to do maybe to help out players to develop uh, to develop into a different position or uh, and different systems as well. Next year is gonna be pretty difficult to coach. Uh, I mean. Despite, despite being the defending champion and, and all the other challenges that come in a normal season, you're going to have the Women's World Cup next year and lose a bunch of your players. Um, I know there's talks about them being in residency and coming back for games and various different things, and I don't know how that's all going to shake out, but you can't be going into that going, you know, hey, that's an ideal situation for you, is it? No, I mean, it's not ideal, but, uh, you know, it's not like that will be a case only for us as a team. That's the case for for the whole league. So we're all in the same situation. Uh, uh, you know, we're all going to have to deal with the same uh, same uh, problems, uh, if I can say. So you know, we're going to have to do what we have to do. I mean, coming into this league, we knew that uh, you know one of the one of the reasons this league was put together be, uh, besides developing uh, be, developing players for the national team or developing young you know young players uh, finishing college is to help those uh, players that are already in the national team 
to get as ready as possible and uh, you know support the the national team, not just United States but Canada and Mexico as well. So now we can be mad about it. I mean, it is what it is. We you know we just have to find a way to to work it out. Yeah. With seeing how Becky's developed over the two seasons and Lauren over these two seasons and Amy over this season and uh, some of the players who are maybe, you know, not in the core group at this point, like Erica or Leanne or maybe Jen or uh, Jenna or, you know, others, has the uh, national team coach called you and said, hey, thanks for developing all these players for me? <laughs> uh, you know, we're in uh, we're actually in constant communication with the national team coach. Uh, I think that she she does an incredible job in uh, following the players uh, and uh, in the league. And I think that she's very well aware of the quality of uh, every player in this league. And uh, you know, we've talked we've talked pretty much about every single player that that we have on the team and uh, qualities and weaknesses and how if they if they are on the national team how would they fit what uh, what would they bring and that, that kind of stuff so uh like I said, we're in constant communication, and uh, I'm just uh, I'm just glad that uh, you know the, the the United States has a, has a coach like that that uh, that cares about not just the players that are already on the team, but also how can uh, how can she improve the team and uh, how uh, if uh, there is someone out there that has slipped through a crack and uh, can uh, deserves to be on the national team. Yeah, talking about the national team. Uh... Do you have aspirations? I mean, to be coaching the national team someday, or uh, I mean, you know, maybe a few years down the road, not wishing any coach to be not there anymore. You know, you never do that. But you know, is that an aspiration that you have to be coaching at that level? I haven't thought about that. I mean, uh, you know, right now is FC Kansas City is uh, what uh, what my focus is, and uh, personally, I don't think I'm ready to coach uh, to coach the team. Uh, coach a team like the national team but uh you know when i feel ready and i don't know maybe maybe then uh, then we can talk but right now it's uh it's a club team that uh what what my focus is on well you you obviously have gotten a bit of attention for having you know won the nwsl championship uh won the misl championship you've pulled off the double that nobody else is gonna ever do i'm pretty sure uh, at least any time near near future um, it, you know, maybe uh, you know MLS team next. Who knows? <laughs> MLS team is a is a complete different level. I mean, uh, you know, that's uh, that's a that's a complete different story. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you in trouble here, coach. I promise. <laughs> um, speaking of the double, it's about time to change gears now. And I know you know you're gonna probably take a few days off, but uh, you're gonna change gears and get uh, start getting the boys ready for indoor? Yes, uh, we are starting October 6th with the, with the boys, but uh, we already started getting together and we're uh, three times a week just to, just to see each other, kick the ball around and uh, I guess uh, start getting used to, uh, used to each other again and uh, uh, just kick the season, uh, kick the season up uh, and not start from ground zero, but uh, be already in somewhat shape. With the, with the change in leagues, I mean, um, are we looking that it'll be majority of the uh, 
the defending champion comments coming back for the next season? Does it look like? It looks like that. Uh, I know that uh, the owners and the GM are in talks with uh, all the players as we speak, and that uh, is uh, looking very promising. I'm sure there'll there'll be uh, some changes, but as of right now, I have I don't have all the details. I just try to stay away from uh, all the negotiations because I don't I don't want uh, you know when the when the season starts, I don't want the players to have anything. Uh, Anything uh, or to to have anything against me or to have any hard feelings because of uh, tough negotiations. So I I let the owners deal with that and I just get on the field and coach. Yeah. So you you got two rings now. How many more do you think you'll have in the next few years? <laughs> you know, I wish I have some more, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna work you know work as hard as I can to get some more. But uh, you know, well, at the end at the end of the day, we'll see what happens. Right. Um, anything I wasn't smart enough to ask you about today, Coach? Yeah, I feel like you always uh, you always ask me that question. <laughs> well, I do because I always feel like there's something out there that I should have asked, but I wasn't thinking of it yet. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> if there's anything that uh, that you want to know, let me know. I would be more than happy to talk to you about. Oh, I know. I know you're you're very open about it, but I was just wondering if there was something out there that I, you know, wasn't smart enough to think about yet. But um, we'd be there watching your uh, girls play when they uh, play in Sporting Park for the national team. Oh, absolutely. There's no question. <laughs> yes, I will be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will be there. I'll be at uh, at their practices. Uh, I actually already talked to to Jill uh, about that. And, uh, yes, I will be at practices and watch the game. I mean, yes, I, I you know, in, enjoy watching the watching games. I mean, I enjoy watching any type of soccer game, any, any soccer game, but uh, uh, especially women's soccer now in the last uh, in the last two years. You know, it, you know, first it's a soccer game, and second, uh, I feel like it's my job and responsibility as well. Like right now, uh, right before we started this, uh, I was watching uh, North Carolina, Penn State. Uh, they went in uh, overtime 0-0, and it was a very good game. And then uh, the next one is uh, uh, Arkansas and Duke, and uh, I got to see Mizzou and uh, Northwestern. So, you know, it's Friday. It's college Friday. This is where this is how we get prepared for the draft. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually supposed to be in Columbia watching the game tonight, but my daughter had a, another activity, so I had to stay here. So, um, oh, I wish I wish you were there. You know, maybe you could have given me some tips for 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 the draft. I mean, I uh, uh, I can get. I, mean, I will use. I can use any info I can get. <laughs> well, then the, I will be over there probably soon to watch a game or two. And uh, do you uh, do you change up? Adding, throwing a different question at you here. Do you see with having FC Kansas City here? Uh, do you see the the women's college? Uh, programs, you know, coming up a little bit, maybe. Uh, I know that's one of the things for UMKC, you know, hoping that, you know, having the team play at their at their stadium and practice in there and being able to see them and scrimmage against them once in a while. But do you see that that level rising any, any more in Kansas City area? I I think so. I mean, uh, you know, it 
it won't hurt, that's for sure. So it can it can only help. You know, uh, UMKC will probably, can probably benefit a lot from it just because of the the relationship that we have with them, and of course we play on their stadium. Uh, that you know, that, uh, and then uh, not just UMKC, but uh, also the the co- colleges that are around as well. And the fact that we draft uh, that we draft local girls uh, that, uh, that that is something that will, that will have that will help uh, more than anything else for raising the the, the awareness of the game in uh, in the city and uh, help the, the young players get uh, more committed and uh, engage into engage into game more so than any time before. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, Coach. The uh, I've had you for quite a while here, and I know you're gonna go watch some games and hopefully take a few days off next week and relax. Um, I don't know if you ever do that, but <laughs> I relax with watching soccer. That, that's how I feel like I relax. <laughs> that's uh, it's probably best then that you have a, a you know you love soccer so much that you relax while watching the game, studying for who you're gonna draft for the next season. <laughs> you know what? Uh, this this year we have to study more than uh, any other year before. We don't have a first round pick, so we we have to do a good job on the on the second round. We have to find uh, Erika Timrak and uh, and Jen Richmond. The um, well, I, I don't know it was, and we've talked before about, but that was one of the fans' criticism I heard most about uh, picking up Amy Lapel, but you know, losing the first round draft pick for next year, especially when she wasn't able to play at the beginning of the year. But uh, she gave you some pretty valuable time there at the uh, end of the year, didn't she? Amy, Amy's an incredible, incredible player. She's an incredible player, incredible person, and the experience and uh, the minutes that she brings to to this team is it's it's almost no brainer. I mean, if I uh, now you know, if I look back to the decision that that I made. I'm just so glad I I made that decision, and uh, every time every time when we were uh, up by goal, we won. I think four. I can't remember now. Let's say four games, uh, one zero. The last fifteen twenty minutes, Amy went in, and she probably had about uh, three or four uh, either tackles or three interventions where she had she won the valuable tackles for us or or clear the ball, or valuable header, or, you know, she did something that uh, inspired the other players around and just, uh, and just, just to give us, and gave us an extra boost. So, you know, Amy LaPel, but, you know, what are, what are, uh, what are other people think, you know, wrong or right? I don't know. And, you know, at this point, I mean, I, I hope I don't sound rude when, if I say I don't care, <laughs> but uh, I'm just, so glad I made the decision, and uh, by next season, I think Amy will be another twenty percent better. And uh, you know, as the season starts and goes, by the middle of the season, I think that she's going to be close to what, what she was uh, before the injury. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I obviously wish her very well, but I would imagine that her age and injuries that she's had, it's going to be unlikely that she works her way back up to full national team level. I mean, I'm not saying she can't do that because she's a pretty amazing person, but having her as that that extra defender when somebody like Becky is called up 
Um, she can play any spot on the back line. I know that. So ha- having that depth of she can play pretty much anywhere, and you were using her as a defensive mid-sub a lot in those games where you said you had that one goal lead that you needed to protect. She's so um, – she fill, fits in so many places back there for, for you, doesn't she? She's a true prof- uh, professional. You know, if I told Amy that she put she has to put the gloves on, she puts the gloves on. She doesn't ask questions. She just goes and does it. And uh, you know, she she goes in and uh, every time you know when I when when I, when I have a talk with her and I say, Amy, you know, this is a great job what you did, and you know, I'm so glad you know you did this or this. And she always says, Coach, uh, you know, I'm just happy that I can I can help the team any way I can. Okay, anything I need to do, I'll be more than happy to do it. I mean, how many how many players have won a gold uh, gold medal with uh, you know Olympic gold medal and have been in the World Cup finals and you know can can say that you know I, I don't know maybe maybe they all will but I haven't had that experience and I'm just you know so so uh, impressed by her attitude and mentality and one other thing that that she does is that that, that I like is her work rate on practices is just unbelievable. I mean, she makes everyone else around her better. She she makes everyone else work harder around her. I mean, altogether, she she is a warrior. One of the things that amazed me when when she was first joined the team at the beginning of the season, um, you know, she wasn't practicing a lot with the actual team, doing a lot of side work and getting back in shape and making sure everything was good. But once she started actually practicing with the team. It'd be kind of short bursts for at first, you know, ten minutes or fifteen minutes. But I could just see how good she actually was. Um, I mean, she would be one of the best people on the field with how well she controlled the ball and play, and played it out to her, you know, to her other players in small sided games and things like that. It was I was truly impressed with how good she really was, and I would just love to have actually seen her up close when she was healthy before the injury. You know what? She she she's a good player. You know, bottom line, she's a good player. And like I said, you know, next year we'll just see better and better, Amy. And uh, to be honest, now I mean we're drafting uh, we're drafting eight next year, or we were supposed to draft eight in, in, if uh, we didn't uh, get Amy. I, as of right now, I do not see a player that is eighth in the country that is even close to Amy. Or will be close to him. I just don't. Maybe there is, and maybe I will find a find her in the next three or four months. But if I have to pick now, Amy that I know right now, that I see right now, and the eighth best player in the country, I go Amy again. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. I think the only argument against that would be the uh, longevity factor. If you draft somebody who's you know a future national teamer now, you know you have her for a few years where. Amy's age means you may not have her for a lot of years left, but you never know. Yes, there's definitely an argument to it. And, you know, uh, I'm just saying right now, you know, for next year, if I have to, if I have to pick the the eighth or if, uh, if I had to get uh, the eighth best player in the country allocated to us and, uh, or (laughs) Amy, I I would go with Amy. Absolutely. Like, so not, not challenging your decision there, Coach. I was not. not oh, no, I, I'm just saying, and I'm sure, and I'm sure there are people that will, that will agree with me and say, "Oh, that, yes, yeah, that makes sense." And I'm sure there's another another 50 percent that will say, "Why would you do that?" But like I, like I said, it's all about 
tastes and preferences. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, well, I've started to, started to let you go a couple times, but I keep coming up with other questions to throw at you. <laughs> but I do want to let you go so you can watch uh, watch your games and have some time. And I do appreciate uh, all the times that you've uh, set through these interviews. And, I, I mean, the, the fan part of me just, I mean, I, I try to be objective when I talk to you for the most part, but the fan part of me has to come out once in a while and to say, you know, thanks for a, a great season. It's been a joy watching the blues and the comets. Um, so I, that's the fan part of me. He's got to come out and just say, thanks coach. Hey, no problem. Thank you. I'm just glad that, uh, we could, uh, present, uh, present and display good, good brand of soccer and, uh, bring, uh, bring the trophy back to Kansas city. Okay. One, one final question. Does, does this make Kansas city the soccer capital of the world? I mean, of the United States, not the world. I don't know about the world, but definitely the United States. Uh, I'm sure that uh, maybe the, the fan base is not as big as uh, Portland, Seattle, or I don't know if uh, what what other cities there. But it's it's just hard to argue against three champions. It, it's just hard. I don't know how do you argue that. You know, so any any other you know any other city that can win two will give them that. So right. right now, we are Kansas City is it the undisputed heavyweight champion of soccer at the moment in the United States, right? Yep, <laughs> and I and I'm right. so so glad that I had to do and even you know, to do even a little bit with it. Uh, you had more than a little bit to do with it, coach. Two, I, two think, I think I think that I think that I think that the players had a lot to do, and uh, coaches had just uh, you know a little bit to do with it, but like I said, I'm just happy to, to, to do even a little part of it. Uh, again, you're, you're deflecting a lot there, Coach, which is uh, one of the, the great humble things about you, but again, you, you've coached two teams to two different championships and two different styles of soccer and two different genders. Uh, I mean, just, there's so many ways you had to change up, so that's it's an achievement no matter how you look at it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, uh, now that I'm done sucking up to you, Coach, I will let you go again. Um, go watch some soccer. Have a have some time off. Uh, you know, go enjoy your family. I think you're going to take a little vacation next week or something. But enjoy your family. Take some time off. Come back and uh, win us another championship or two. We'll, we'll try. Thank you very much, Ted. Thanks for having me right. on. Have a good night, Coach. Yeah. Thanks. That's your luck. Fight!
You know we're gonna feel alright 